Welcome to the Sport Project. As Chris hammered me last time, it was about time I finally dropped the S off sports project. So you're welcome, Chris. Yay! <laughs> hey, she's back, baby. You know it. I knew you'd come good. Yeah. All right. So you've got the team again, as we've heard it already. Chris has been chatting. The, the one thing that I've been told out of people listening to our podcast is they actually can't work out the difference between Carlo and Chris. I'm the articulate one. I'm the articulate one. Or what language they speak. Well, that's also another problem. Oh, yeah, okay, look at me. I'm fucking bald and I've got a massive fucking head. <laughs> Shut up, both of you blokes. And that's Sorry. obviously Sasha that you're hearing speak, right now. I don't speak Mexican. Hey, um, we've had a big couple of weeks in sport. There's been a lot of talk about the cricket scandal, but right now we're in the thick of the Commonwealth Games, some of our best athletes in the Commonwealth on the stage right now. So we're going to be chatting a little bit about that later on. Uh, we've also got someone who's quite well seated inside camp and uh, in David Lutterall Lutzi from Nova in Brizzy. So we're going to chat to him. Sandy, of course, is coming up as well. And uh, we've got our favourite segment to tee us off. The boys send them. And uh, Renee, what a great segment it is. Let's start with um, the opening ceremony of the Commonwealth Games. Seems to be a bit of a, um, a topical subject, the Commonwealth Games held in uh, the Gold Coast. Look, to be honest, I was really hoping to see Chappelle Corby dressed up in a bodyboard suit. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> hey, imagine just walking out. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been good? Brilliant. Rightio, but we did see a full moon that night. So I know we're timing we timing now. Yep, yep so we're on. So, look, we did see a full moon that night. Uh, I don't know if you've seen in the papers, but one of the performance, uh, performances there, there was a dancer who um, somehow lost the bikini bottoms and then neck minute, bent over to pick him up, bent over, showed everyone all the fruit. And, um, yeah, then that was it, mate. So, like, full frontal nudity. And what I'm saying is send nudes. I'm keeping around. Get around. What's her number? <laughs> Call me. 0457. <laughs> I'll call the rest out later on. Look, that really gobsmacked me because I, I was sat there watching the opening ceremony. I think I texted you guys too. Mark Peters came up and said, we have got something epic. It's going to absolutely blow your mind. What's about to happen? I sat there my mouth wide open going, what the fuck is this? Do you know what? I, I still don't know. When they mentioned Migaloo, I actually thought, well, we've seen it, but I actually thought we'd seen two Migaloos that day. <laughs> Why were you there? <laughs> yes! No, I wasn't there, Renee, but I mean, when I seen the full eclipse of the moon, I thought that was a uh, <laughs> Migaloo. Jesus. Oh, bloody uh, brilliant. Send nudes. Yeah, get around. Send them. Send them. Send them. Send them. That's the best part of the opening, the actual opening. Yeah, I missed it, didn't I? <laughs> All time. <laughs> okay, so um, my segment is about Izzy Falau's gay rant, which is a bit of a prehistoric comment in my eyes. You know, um, he, he basically went out and said, all gays are destined for hell, wow. you know, which was deleted a few days later, which again challenges his belief. Does he really believe it? Does he stand by what he says? But anyway, he looked like a complete doofus. And he is, he is a Mormon, so he's got his beliefs as a Mormon, which is... Uh, totally fine uh, and the ARA, uh, ARU said it strongly believes that the game is for all regardless of sexuality, race, religion or gender so my question is as a role model to men including kids should Izzy's uh, personal beliefs over that of who he's contracted from be allowed? No, absolutely not. Your personal beliefs, your religious beliefs are your own. They're not to be forced down anybody else's throat. Mm -hmm. We had this conversation about the NRL and all the prayers after the game. Do you want to see it? It's your belief. It shouldn't be thrown down your throat. That is just a real prehistoric comment. That is 
absolutely horrific in just my in that I, I would only yeah. have to think he's been hacked. Has yeah. he been hacked? No. Oh, I don't know, but if that's his... No, if that's he's his, done it before. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If that's his view, though, like, look, that's his view, but he shouldn't have to voice, like you said, Carlo, he's a role model for many uh, young kids out there, and it's not a good uh, image for the game. Um, 2018, just, people. Just finishing off, uh, he hasn't halted his new contract talks with the RU, uh, as it's the norm of double standards in sport, you know what I mean? He's a, he's a, he's a poster boy, and if that Can was any Can you stop less, going over your time? Carlo. Say every time. Sorry, sorry every Carlo. time. I just wanted to put it out there, but... It's 30 seconds, and then you shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's only because you didn't get your point out last time. All right, I'm kicking off with my one, and it's in terms of people's opinion about the Commonwealth Games. So there's been a lot of negativity surrounding it. I've heard a couple of radio stations ranting on the fact that is it really worth it? Do these medals really mean anything? And it really pisses me off because these athletes sacrifice so much, and to them this is their dream to come true. I know one of the boxers that I know, uh, Anya Stridesman, she had a neat, full knee re reco and didn't think she was going to be there. She's now turned around and she's going to be competing tomorrow in the bo boxing. It's amazing. It's, uh, wow. It's absolutely brilliant. Like I, I fully agree with you. Mm. Uh, it should be treated with a lot of respect. I've heard people refer to this as like a, a, a school a school fun day. Yeah. Like a school sports day. Yeah. That's absolute bullshit. That's really it's disrespectful for the people that give their whole lives up. They give up their careers, their jobs to train full time. Mm. to be in the public eye and to, and to represent their country and it's a big thing yeah and and to add to that not a lot of them get rich off it only you know a lot of there's only about 10 percent that actually make enough money to live and it's uh it's sad to think that we are not giving up you didn't get to say anything sasha uh, uh, hello i'm gonna throw you one on the sport project here which is kind of left Field. Oh, how surprising oh, from you, Chris. Here we go. I don't believe this, right? <laughs> Me being English, I just thought I, I, was, I was so proud being English until I read in a newspaper about... Which could be a... You can read? Well, no, it was a pop-up. <laughs> we, it was an audio paper. We had shin kicking last week, which is now a sport in the UK. Apparently, there's a guy here and his wife in the paper. He shagged our Sunday dinner chicken, but I still love him. What now, the actual fuck? How is that even anything to do with sport, Chris? Well, if you think like American Pie, where you got like warm apple pie and you know <laughs> uh, and, and all that, I just want to know what should you do with this fella. More importantly, what should you do with his wife who still loves him? Can I please just clarify something? Was the chicken heated up? What temperature were we talking? Well, the picture is raw. That's yeah. raw. So it's a raw chicken. See, look, I don't, I don't support that. If it was, you know, <laughs> lukewarm, thirty-two degrees anywhere between thirty-two Salmonella. and forty-two is the optimal temperature. Did I mean, it have what? <laughs> Did it have stuffing? Did it? Did it? Extra mayonnaise. So, what's your segment besides uh, fucking, the, the segment fucking pure, a joke? Uh, the, the segment is pure bad preparation. Right, send him so, off. Uh, that's all I could come up with. He's been sent off. Send him off. No, well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you. I love how you just use this segment to bring up the most <laughs> random shit. Like, we spoke about like masturbating on trains. <laughs> Only because you wanted to bring that up, and that was a Senum segment, and then today you're talking about banging a chicken. This is bullshit. This is favouritism. You two are Sasha. He gets his own wacky sports. I want people shagging chickens and whacking chickens. That's what I want. There's a trend. There is a trend. I want an Oompa Daddy. I want one now. You wait for next week. I cannot wait. I was sitting there listening to that. I looked down. I've dead set got a camel toe. <laughs> 
has two. <laughs> oh my god! What a Where's shame we're not filming this for you. Where's Harlow? Viewing yeah. pleasure. Um, of course, that was the Sandham segment. Like I said, we have Lutzi. He's going to be tuning in straight from the Athletes Village uh, up on the Gold Coast, and Sansi is coming up next as well too. The Gungarlan Bulls. How are they going? Is ring a ding ding. Ding ding. We've got plenty more happening on the show. Don't go anywhere. Oh no! I've got some real good. Oh god. Real good. I was watching the racing yesterday. Time's up. Runwick. Guess what was running? A There's horse. a horse called? Send him. Ring-a-ding-ding. Is there really? Stop it's actually it. a horse running around. We need to bound it that next time. We, not, we need to get on that. It didn't work. <laughs> but it was called Ring-a-ding-ding. And listening to the commentator call, that reminded me of Sanze. That's it. I'm out. Mic drop. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get Sanze on the phone right now so you can tell him how shit his horse is. I will. Great. Sansi, our favourite man from Gungarland, from Canberra. How the hell are you, mate? Beautiful today. How are you? Oh, look, all the better for hearing your dulcet tones. Sansi, <laughs> oh, talk to us, brother. Sansi, talk to us, brother. So, um, did you have a game yesterday? What was the results? How many frosts did you sink? And how are you feeling today? All right, well... I'm feeling a little bit dumpy, but that's that's a, should be that's a normal Sunday, really. That's why I'm not allowed to go to church anymore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yesterday, huge day, first home game of the year, uh, huge game, no girls game. The other team didn't turn up. Under 18, great win <laughs> for them boys, 46 to 12. Little bunch of ball terrors they are, I can tell you. <laughs> Mate, I had to look after them last night. Uh, reserve grade came from behind. Scored the last couple of minutes and uh, got a great win up. Sensational win for the boys. And first grade pipped at the post 38-34. But uh, I tell you what, the other team turned up thinking they were going to win by 60. So if you can hear them footsteps, even if everyone else that's us, we're coming. <laughs> I love your work, Sansy. So, mate, what grade were you playing? What position did you play? Right. And how good how did you good play? So, well, yesterday, turn up there, right? You get the little program at the gate. Uh, it's almost like winning the green final for me because there I was, number 20, I've made the cut. <laughs> hey, he is. Here he is. Do you have to send him an invite? Uh, yeah. Well, the thing was, the thing was, I've, uh, I've got their number 20 getting strapped up, ready to go, and I get the dreaded tap on the shoulder. Oh, so no. The coach oh. come up to me and said, Sandy, mate, bath in a change. Yeah, you're gonna have to sit this one out, mate. Oh, that's an outrage. Uh, yeah, that is a dead set outrage. I was expecting you to go across the way. I was disappointed. You think I was disappointed? I had heard the groupies come from the bloody retirement village across the road. Mate, the old boilers. I don't mind the Espanol, the rock and roller. I can tell you that. <laughs> they came there to came there to see. But uh, anyway, it just meant that I can get into the get into the beers earlier than the rest of the boys. So that every cloud's got a silver lining, I suppose. The most decorated represented experienced man in rugby league, Sanze. Hey, mate, are you a punting man? I certainly am. Did you, watch you by any, did you by any chance watch Runwick yesterday? I didn't watch it, mate, but apparently one of my horses it, 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 uh, didn't quite win, but it's got a good name, hasn't it? What is it? Ring-a-ding-ding. Yeah. 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 Here he is. Yeah, we're, gonna, uh, we're definitely going to get yeah. shares on that. Mate, the thing like it, it ran like it had concrete boots on, but it's a cracking name. Yeah, it's a good name. It's a shit-ass horse. I've done do that one. 
sent us straight to the glue factory. Now, Sandy, quick one, mate. Last night, rubbery dub, obviously. A couple of pigs' ears. Talk us through it. You said you had to babysit the young fellas. What was the go? Was there pickups or talk us through it? Well, a few of the young fellas. So we had a, I've got a bit of a bit of a feed for all the boys at the ground. Last time we got the, the bloody a big roast going, roast rolls for everyone. Uh, gave them fruit cans of beer and everything like that. But uh, some of those young folks, I don't know, it's a bit different these days. They decided uh, to go down the shop and get themselves some cruisers. So, <laughs> anyway, right, God bless right. them each for their own. But uh, we also were graced by the presence of the, of the great Jason Croker as well. He, he came down and, and watched... Uh, well, I think he, might, he thought Sandy was playing too. I thought. I think I was a child with you. Thoughts. He was coming down. Mate, uh, mate, that's probably a highlight of my career. I got to share the field with, with Toots once. So that was one of the best things I've ever done. Oh, were you walking across it at the same time? <laughs> no, he was doing the radio interview. I was doing a nudie run. <laughs> 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 All right, then, mate. too bad. All right then, mate. Well, uh, great to have you on as always, mate. And we'll keep on getting those reports on a weekly basis. So, uh, train up, go hard, or go home, my friend. What, what's the sign well, up for right. that? Listen, I've, we've got Golden this weekend. Here I come, boys. Look out for me. Ring a ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> All the best. Get it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, no, Sandy. See, see, see you, legend. Bye. We've got a caller. He's an athlete of a different kind, but I'm just going to let you let him do his own introduction. Who's on the line? Yeah, well, our next guest was once called the Media Slut by Russell Crowe. He's a <laughs> former 26th fastest man in Queensland, and it's fair to say that 24-year-old bullshit artist comes from good stock. If by good stock you mean that beef flavouring you put in your two-minute noodles. Please welcome <laughs> to the Sport Project by way of his second-hand iPhone 5, the impregnable David Luffy Luttrell. <laughs> <laughs> Best oh, one to date. What a cracker. Absolutely outstanding. I, I didn't think you were going to disappoint with that intro, mate. Can't please, Garth. You know, I have, I've set myself impeccable standards. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll meet the team. You've got Chris, Sasha, Carlo. Obviously, uh, Lutzi's done his own intro. Mate, you're yeah. in the thick of the Com Games, and that's why we sort of wanted to get you on the show this week. What are you doing? I'm the, well, the on-field MC for the athletics, which starts uh, in about... Well, I'm a couple in, at 2 p.m. this afternoon. We had the well, we had the walk already this morning, which was double gold to Australia. How oh, good was oh, that? Outstanding. Can yeah. walk. Can yeah. walk. It looks exciting. Yeah, Jemima Montage and uh, Dane Bird Smith in a game's record for Bird Smith. That was cool. But then all the action starts at Carrara Stadium, which is of course uh, well the, uh, the the traditional, if you can use that term for a, a relatively new AFL team. The Gold Coast Suns uh, obviously play here, but it's been transformed to into track and field mecca for the next uh, seven days of competition. Is there even like a track and field mecca without the likes of Sully? Yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, it's, it's certainly, uh, you know, I must say the Australian teams are the largest team of, of all of them here at the track and field. I think there's 107 people in the Aussie team. But without Sally, it's, uh, you know, obviously taken a massive divot out of uh, the Australian hopes. I mean, we've still got a few that... Uh, I guess lesser known names that will figure in the medals, hopefully. Uh, people like Catherine Mitchell in the javelin, Danny Samuels, of course, in the uh, discus, as well as Matt Denny and Ben Harradine. There's a, a long jump of Fabrice Lapierre on his day. He could actually win gold. Uh, Trey Williams is that 100-metre runner. Guys, I'm not sure if you're very aware of him. He ran 10-10, the Aussie. Yeah. Wow. Is that all? Is that all? They reckon he's a revelation. He's like he's only like 20, I think 20, 21 years of age. So they reckon he's a sub-10. Could be the, the great hope, if you like, of Australian track and field and sprinting in particular of course uh, it's, it's pretty the, the sprints are good because of the Jamaicans you've got 
Johan Blake competing. I mean, he ran 969. He's the second fastest man in the world outside of some bloke called Usain Bolt in history. I thought uh, Sasha was the fastest man in the world. It's only when I've been summoned to a fight. Only when the cops are chasing him. <laughs> or, or an insexual prowess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I dare say I, I give, I'm a, I'm, it's, a, it's a podium finish with me in that regard. Uh... <laughs> now, Lutzi, um, mate, look, obviously Sally Pearson's not there doing the high jump, which is a bit devastating. Um, but look, what's the most interesting thing you've seen whilst being there, mate? Um, you mean on the coast itself? Yeah, look, let's go on the coast and then out the games. Okay, on the coast itself, I mean, the aqueduct stands alone. I mean, you've got a, a, a land vehicle that, that almost effortlessly and seamlessly becomes a water aqua device. I mean, I don't know anywhere else in the country where you can see that. I mean, the meter maids uh, have their own nightclub now. That's very exciting for me. Uh, but other than that, I think the, the, the swimming, I mean, Kate Campbell is one of the great stories, I think. I'm, I'm going to share this with your, your, your program uh, exclusively, and this is a I'm not wow. even kidding here. After the after the Rio Olympics, where Kate, uh, you know, I, I guess you could say underperformed, it was put under an extreme amount of pressure. I, I was dead set just holidaying in Queenstown, New Zealand, in some dingy Irish bar, about to watch the Wallabies because um, <laughs> there was no league on that night. And um, and there she was, just sitting there, like having having a pint of Guinness. And we ended up just having two or, two or three days, just literally me and her, just talking, hanging out in Queenstown. Her telling me that she's been swimming her whole life and um, and didn't know what she was going to do. It started to hate the sport that she'd, she'd grown up loving. And then she had a year off, and everyone thought, well, this is it for her. I mean, you can't have a year off. Even Susie O'Neill, who I work with in radio and Brizzy, said, you know, a year off when you're at that level, at that age, you, know, you just don't come back to an elite level. And she's pretty much unbeatable. Like, she's just in outstanding form. That four by one the other night, where, you know, when you, it's the, uh, the red world record line, they show that and you know, in the, in the best moments, the athlete sticks with it and the line's just creeping up in the fingertips. I think she started that last 50 of the 4x1 uh, with about a point one of a second behind the line and then up point six in front of it. She, just, she swam over that world record line like it wasn't even there, uh, which is phenomenal. I reckon that's the story of the game so far. And Lutzi, what's the atmosphere been like? Is it like there's been a lot of talk about will it will it live up to obviously Sydney and the previous kind of Commonwealth Games? Can you give us an insight to what the atmosphere has been like with with all the supporters? It, 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 it's weird in the respect that uh, if you're just walking around and driving around Surf of Paradise and Broadbeach, it's like a ghost town. It's, it's quieter than it would be on on a normal Saturday night or, or a Sunday afternoon on the coast. But the venues are full, which I guess is the main thing. I mean, we're expecting, I think. 30 to 35,000, which is capacity here at Carrara Stadium today. The swimming's been packed. I mean, most of the uh, the final venues have been packed. There was a there was a ton of people down at Corumbin for the walk today. So in that regard, it's been an absolute success. But it's just that I think it's, that they scared people away from it as far as driving their cars and things like that. So what's happened is that like local businesses here are absolutely spewing because no one's in the cafes. You can mm-hmm. you can get a walk up start at some of the best restaurants. I can't afford that obviously, but even at Macca's. <laughs> At 3 a.m. in the morning, you don't need to line up for a hash brown if you're if you into that breakfast menu sort of uh, time frame. Mate, I'll tell you what, I've got the final question for you here. And this is probably the most important one. We understand that a few <laughs> of the uh, competitions have now finished. And as per the Olympics, you know, the, the inner camps get a little bit feisty and a little bit Tinder-like. What has been yeah. the word on the street for the Com Games? Is it firing up like Carlo's Tinder account? <laughs> oh. Well, you... You know what? I, people say, you know, it's, it's a load of crap, and what do we have it for? But 
in, in a real sense, I think, what, and the Australian uh, track and field coach Craig Hilliard said today, you know, for emerging athletes, this is a ripper chance to put your name on the in, in the frame, if you like, for the Olympics in two years' time. And that's kind of what it is. To me, that's what it is. When I get, you know, I kind of get pissed off and commentators when we get a gold medal and they sort of talk as if it's like it's an inner club meet. Like, it's still elite stuff. We're still seeing world records in the pool. So I actually rate it as a pretty cool event. Are you seeing world records in Tinder, though? Well, I haven't, but uh, <laughs> funny you say that, Garth. I'm, I'm thinking of adding that, adding it back into my uh, apps at the moment due to my personal circumstance. Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you reckon? Do you reckon? You reckon there's many records being uh, being set in in the village with the Tinder? The old back half, Lottie. Uh, I, I get told it goes what off. What I want to know is who's screwing who in the villages? And how many? The, the Jamaicans are screwing everyone, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no hope for any of us. Exactly. They'd sound like a baby's arm holding up. Mate, love your work, love your work. Anything else you got for us, Lottie? No, I've actually got another a real job they're paying me for. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thank you. Thank you very much for taking time, mate. I know you're a busy man. So it's great yeah. to, to be able to get you on the sport projects and no doubt we'll have you on again. Absolute pleasure, lads and lasses. Thank you very much, Lati. Well, Lati didn't really take the bait in terms of uh, how much it was actually going on <laughs> <laughs> inside the games. Mate, he did take a talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. I love him. Yeah, he's I the best. Him. You should see him after a couple of beers. He'd actually be right up your alley, Sash. Oh, he would be. <laughs> By the end of the night, if you know what I'm saying. But talking about anal, everyone. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon Tinder's going crazy and I reckon they've oh. gone through some some, uh, some, some rub-a-dub-dubs. Yeah. Is that why you've booked your plane trip up yeah definitely mm. I've, I've, I've had a, 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 well I'm not going to go into, into yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but yeah uh, I reckon they are rampant and the light is on and flashing for the masses how's your Tinder going by the way can I have a go um, I don't know what you're on about mate. can I have a go now how is it because you got caught flat out yeah you're young beautiful <laughs> caught you out and you put up on your story you idiot have you seen the weather outside <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is a beautiful day just, like, just for anyone at home he's sort of not really in on that personal joke right now um Carlo has one of those magnificent Apple Watches uh, where your notifications and messages and all sorts of stuff come on through. So he's hanging out with his beautiful daughter um, and videoing a nice Instagram story and she's literally put her hand on his wrist at the time notifications came up that, what was it? The, what was the notification? It just said people are swiping near you. Yeah, people are swiping So it wasn't necessarily I got a notification. It just telling me that Tinder, as you as it does, which I've not been on it for years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen his face right then. I call no, bullshit. No, yeah. It looks like he's been out in the sun now. No, yeah. no, I, I, uh, but my daughter was playing on my Apple phone, and basically she just stopped it as I was videoing her messing around because she was licking the screen. Um, <laughs> And it, and it was on a Tinder thing, and everyone missed it apart from Sasha. Size here, he's all over it like a the man like of a, detail. Like I thought it was just um, a girl actually, Ryan. I was trying to get her name and look her up on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. Sasha Cannon will slide into a DM. Mm, um, and, your for and your Instagram, yeah. <laughs> Hey, let, but let's let's sort of go on to that topic of, I guess, the Com Games, and that's obviously our main topic that we're speaking about today. We sort of covered a small amount of it in the Senum segment because I'm so, I am getting really pissed off that people are downgrading the fact that this is 
This is our best athletes yeah. on field right now. Um, I mean, where do you guys stand with it? Are you excited? Are you watching it? Where are you at? Yeah, no, look, seriously, I've been, I've been watching it and it's been amazing. Like, the highlight for me was that Tia Claire Toomey. Um, if you say it's not exciting, she's the fittest girl in the world. She won yep. the CrossFit Games last year, titled the fittest girl in the world, and she's dead set clean and jerked. 114 kegs. I did two clean and and jerks last night. Kilos. That was weird. But, uh, she's, but she's <laughs> 58 kilos. But I'm I'm 100 kegs and yeah, I did yeah, set yeah. clean and yeah. jerk 20 kegs. Yeah, and yeah. she's half my weight doing double her weight. It's, it's incredible. Ridiculous. It's all about technique. Well, look, I, I've been right into it. I've never been into weightlifting as much in my life. I'm mm. watching now. A friend of mine, Celeste, just competed this morning. I've downloaded the app. I've been watching it at breakfast. I've got my son into it. He now really enjoys it. Seven years old. My girlfriend. We all sit there and watch it together. It's absolutely. It's, it's a beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful way to spend your. Weekend. <laughs> 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 it's a full way to spend your family weekends. Is what I'm saying. Well, I remember when I was a kid growing up watching, it was the Olympics and the Com Games, and we yeah. used to be going to school, and I used to get ready in front of the TV, like literally close, brush my teeth, wouldn't leave, I was glued to it, mm. and that's what you grow up doing, and I ended up going into athletics, and, and sort of, that was where it started, your, your love and passion for it starts, mm. but I think the best part about the Coms is that you've also got the Paralympics as part of it as well too, I was watching weird sports that we watch, um, it was a velodrome, and it was a tandem bike, so yeah. they were blind, um, so you've got the person in the front who's obviously the seeing eye that they're there to help guide them and the person at the back's blind but when you think about pedaling and the velodrome the whole idea is you're watching the person that comes behind you so you've got to hit that target at the exact same time which means mm. you and your rider have to hit the exact same leg speed at the exact same time mm. so their cues to be able to do that are just phenomenal. No. Not only to be as fit as you possibly can. Well, that too. Yeah, both of them have to. Both of them have to be real fit. So the thing there is that it's just complete inspiration. Mm. So how can you downplay anything that's absolutely oh. inspirational to yeah. kids, adults, to anyone that makes excuses for themselves daily, saying, mm. "I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. That's too hard." All of a sudden, you see the Paralympics in the wheelchair doing the marathons, and they're hitting mm. walls, and they're coming out of the chairs, and they're dragging themselves back in the chairs, yeah. and they're just continuing with grazes, with scratches, with battered and bruised. Mm. And, they, and they pull up at the end with nothing but a big smile on their face, you know, just purely because they've And a few it. medals. It's uh, amazing. I think, I think from, if you look at it, everything's always targeted towards the Olympic Games, uh, but the Olympic Games are every four years. Without the Com Games, there isn't real no, the, the Com Games and the World Champs, there's real no prep for elite competition leading into the Olympics. Uh, and I think the Commonwealth Games has, has always got its purpose. And if, if I was a selector moving into, obviously, the Olympic Committee, I'd be looking at these games as a real eye-opener to see who wants to, who wants it, who wants to be a part of the Olympic movement. Not only that, well, Sally Pearson, everyone's been absolutely slating her, saying that she's pulled out and missed an opportunity for someone else. Great high jumper. <laughs> but, but, she, but she turned around and and she gave herself every opportunity tried and to as you give bloody would yeah, no. so that just means to me that the athletes aren't taking this as a, as a school meet mm. they're taking it as a very professional uh, and wanting, wanting to be there and wanting to win and how refreshing is it not to have them arrogant American bastards in it <laughs> so good. it's so nice yeah the gold chains at the start of the 100 metres did to eat the chocolate out of them it really <laughs> massive is massive members in their pants yeah, yeah yeah it looks like a Rex own again <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know they could get that big oh Matt Shervington he was the lunchbox oh, wow. lunch Matt Shervington if you're out there we want an interview mate it's going to be nothing about sprinting Is <laughs> <laughs> how was you allowed to win with three legs <laughs> <laughs> he should have been quicker he should have been quicker. Oh. An old tripod. 
love it when we can't stay too serious for too no, long. No, 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 absolutely no. not. Penises or sexual references or Tinder dates in the, in the space of minutes, aren't we? Can't well, how could you not when we're dead set looking at the camel toe of Sasha for this whole bloody episode? It's good. You guys are going to say, I might even put it on my Instagram, but it's, uh, yeah, probably won't. But um, yeah, actually, did you see the sport? Lawn bowls was in Commonwealth Games, and I really appreciate that. Did you see it? No, but I'll tell you what, like a friend of mine, this is, this is I didn't. But this no, is, this no, is. But a, a allow mine, me to talk about fucking chickens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine, Marvin Golden, I used to play at Leeds Rhinos yeah. with him, cracking fella. I read his Facebook post, right? And he, um, he's a Duracell battery, actually. And I, and I read, I read his, his Facebook post. And he said, look, I'm trying so hard to get into Commonwealth Games. So I've sat down, I've made myself a cup of tea. He's very English. Made myself a cup of tea, sat down, watched the games, and then I've turned it on and it's lawn balls. So I thought, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to give it a chance because I want to know what lawn balls is all around. About. So he, well, around. So he sat there and he, <laughs> he, he, he opened it up and he said, the thing that fucking lost me straight away was when they said, that's a very dangerous move. And Lawn Balls, he said, oh, fuck that, I'm out. <laughs> I can fully understand that, a dangerous move in Lawn Balls. <laughs> Mate, it was a cracker. It was good watching it the other day. They you know had the speed dealer sunnies on, everything. It was good. But again, it's about being inclusive as well, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, uh, Lawn Balls, you can be any age at that, uh, that's it. to actually compete. He's just brilliant. And what about the table tennis? The one who won the table tennis, he's only 15. What, 15? 15 or something like that. There was an 11 year old. 15. Yeah, there was right. an 11 year old playing the other day with the table tennis. Yeah, playing playing table, table tennis, tennis. yeah. Can you imagine? Can yeah. you imagine you've been training for 20 years and you get beat by an 11 year old? I'm dead set fucking time. I was still climbing trees. <laughs> 11 years of age, I was climbing trees and peeping toms. You know, that's all I was. So, not much has really changed then, hey? Oh, so you, so <laughs> I you were. It wasn't just for pissing out of it, was it? <laughs> oh, dear. So, you were actually, when you were 11, just going up in the trees and looking at girls, like getting changed. Well, in the, you know, it's illegal, don't you? Well, apparently it's frowned upon these days, but... Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. He had a treehouse at 11. He was one of them posh kids. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say a treehouse, I actually lived in that. <laughs> hey, if you could put a sport into the Com Games, what would it be? Rugby league. I'm bored of rugby league. It's shit. Yeah, you, you're I'm well off it. I'm over it. Yep. Yeah, I'm over it. Uh, is golf in the Com Games? No. Because no. the Masters no. is on at the minute. Is anybody Oh, it's so good. Oh. Oh. About what it? about vintage Black. Tiger Woods? He's what back. No, he's yeah, he's made. He hasn't made well, the cut though. No, he's had, he's had a bad day. He's had a bad day. I know. It's. Uh, well, he I, came out well though. Yeah, he did. He come out. Right? He, I was just shot. like, oh, the man's back. No more back. No more shaggers back. He was. He was four old, but um, if I recall yesterday, Matt Leishman, the Aussie, has been playing extremely well. I watched. He I has. Was watching it this morning, he got real lucky with a few putts. Currently sitting at six under, I think, or when I left, yeah. he was anyway. Is that a rubbish, is that a rubbish round? Reed. Reed. Yeah, oh, he's, he had two eagles in, uh, within three holes. Hey, look at Rory McIlroy, get around him. But you got to remember, the Masters, you you have got to have an, everyone that's been in, uh, who's won the Masters has had an element of luck in one of the days. So I, I think Leishman could, do you reckon he could come back? Isn't it weird that the harder you work, the luckier you get? Mm. Yeah, it's really weird. You know nothing about fucking golf. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so my my uh, my sport, Renee. It's back to your question. Yeah, we get thanks off topic, so much. Sash. Um, would be ferret legging. And uh, stay tuned because my wacky sports segment is on ferret legging. Well, let's do it. Let's roll straight into it. Do you want to go straight Yeah, look, I do. I All like right. the segue. All right, so we're wrapping up the Com Games chat and we're into <laughs> Sasha's Weird and Wacky Sports and it's ferret legging. What is that? Big <laughs> chicken shagging. <laughs> Now look, this is actually, you guys are sick over in England because this originated, I believe, in Yorkshire in England. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, now look, competitors tie their trousers 
at the ankles before they place two live ferrets what in their pants, <laughs> right, in their, no, no shit. Then they tie their belt up so they can't get out. There has to be clear separation around the groin so the ferrets can go from leg to leg. And it is whoever can keep the ferrets in their pants for the longest without without pulling out. So the re- world, the world record <laughs> is be no five hours. Ferrets in your pants. Thirty right minutes. Five what? hours. Five what hours and thirty minutes. He's had two ferrets in his pants. Do they bite? They know they now. I have some fun facts. Now, everyone, I'm going to uh, hand out some paper with ferret legging, what it's like, and the picture of a ferret. That's paper, everyone. Oh, absolutely. Oi, 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 oi. So, four fun facts. Former, <laughs> This is no joke. Former world champ Reg Mellor is known for wearing white trousers during it so you could see the blood. First point. Stop it. Yeah. Two, competitors cannot be drunk or drugged. So, Chris, you're out. Oh. Nor can the ferrets be sedated. So that yeah, they have full blown ferrets, like going off like a fish milkshake. Like, I, w- I wanna, I wanna put this on the Instagram account. I, w- I want you to see one the teeth on this ferret that we're looking at now, and two the sick bastard on the top left that has a grin on his face <laughs> as you're placing a ferret into his pants. Is that now, a ferret? Yeah, that's it. Right. Oh, yeah, number. Oh, I thought she was holding his nub. No. <laughs> But no, <laughs> dead set. And Chris, to go what? on that point, the ferrets well, must have like, a full set hey. of teeth. Oh, you just talk over top of me. That's cool. Um, <laughs> the, fer- <laughs> the ferrets must have a full set of teeth and they can't be blunt. They've got to be sharp. They have to be sharp. It's bloody incredible. Speaking of sharp, can you turn up piss next week? Because you're uh, real good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I just say, though, in this picture, you've got kids in the background. Yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a family sport. And number four, <laughs> like they actually tried to bring in the female version called ferret busting. This is no word of a lie. Stop in it. which female contestants put ferrets down their blouses, but it proved unsuccessful. <laughs> I don't know why. Because only one came out. <laughs> it's in their top, mate. Yeah, it went down. <laughs> Didn't come out. Every good ferret would. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, down on it like a beaver on a hunk of wood. And if you are driving right now and you have children in the back, please just put the earmuffs on. Try explaining that to them. <laughs> so there it is, ladies and gents. Ferret legging, new Commonwealth sport. Interesting Olympics. Yeah, I'm great, in. Great, mate. Oh, loved it. Loved it. Great wow. lucky sport. Okay, well, Chris, yes. you, you don't want to watch rugby league this week. No. What are you What are you tuning into? You're going to the Masters? Day two of the championships okay. on Saturday. I'll be watching the horse race in there. Winks goes around again to make it 25 in the Wowee. That's yeah, incredible. That would be quite impressive. But as we all know now, she's not going to the UK. Huey Bowman is back and riding her again. Mm-hmm. She had a gallop out yesterday at day one of the championships, and she ran a quicker exhibition time than most of the runners did in their actual races. That's how much of a freak this horse is. Did she rouse there? Yes, I didn't see yeah, it. Was it just on her own? I didn't, just I didn't see much there. <laughs> did she just run on her own? No, Huey was on her back. Um, what about you, Carla? Um, so you got bored of Winks then, did you? Yeah, well bored. Well, well, no, I think I think I'm I'm actually enjoying the rugby league. Like the referee thing, I think that's going to calm down and it's shown it over the weekend. But I think uh, the West Tigers beating the Storm. Oh, it's been an amazing. What's going with the Storm? Well, yeah. I, I, I think. But what's what's going on with the uh, with the, the Tigers? They look outstanding. I think uh, Ivan Clear is doing an amazing job. Um, and yeah, what about the Warriors? Unbeaten. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Rugby league shit, mate. It's gone. Snap. It's his day. Bring Snap. back the biff. Snap. <laughs> so that's me, yeah. Sash? Oh, I'm just going to go back to work.
Oh, well, that was really oh. exciting. Yeah, no, I'm going to watch the Masters. No, I've really uh, been enjoying the golf, um, and I'm really hoping um, Reed wins, actually, because he's been playing some really good golf, especially the latest round. Mm. Awesome, awesome. Well, I've got a couple of really good mates of mine that are boxing in the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> oh, that's I know. a lie. Well, you're here. You're my best mates, right? Oh, you? Yeah. Oh, Isn't she lovely? No, no I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> I love shit. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing Kay Scott and Anya Stridesman um, hopefully take home a medal in the comms coming up and plenty more other action happening at the Commonwealth Games. So, did you want to say something? Yeah, I just thought, I just thought, uh, leading in. Um, I don't know if we've told everyone we have an Instagram account. Oh, of course. We didn't have it last time and we got one and now, yeah. yeah well, we sort of fucked up a little bit <laughs> and this might be my fault, but we've said it's the TSP podcast and that's our Instagram page, but it doesn't really make sense, does it? Because it's the... The Sports Project yeah. Podcast. There's no S on it. Can you two fucking learn? There's no S on sports. <laughs> I haven't put, an, sports. I've, I've put no <laughs> S's in there. Today, Dave. Junior. There's no S's. Says the bloke who goes and gets a frog to bite on his arm so he can vomit and thinks he's healthy. Explain that one. Explain that one. Can't. It's illegal. Is it? Yes. Oh, oh, I meant, oh, I meant that didn't happen. Um, goodbye. He didn't have poisonous frogs up his ass. I researched it. It's the future Commonwealth Games competition. <laughs> Asada and Wada approved. Oh, like Chris really likes it. Okay, well, we did mention there is an Instagram. What is it, Sash? It's the... He doesn't know. It is the TSP podcast, and I've also started a new hashtag. It's called Shut Up Carlo. If we can all jump on it, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you for joining us for another week. Sasha, Carlo, Chris, we'll be back again next week to discuss plenty more. I believe we'll be talking a little bit more golf next week then. Yeah, definitely with the Masters, yeah. Yeah. Can I have the login for this thing? No. You can't be trusted. Just like you can't have nice things. So don't forget, share, like, and subscribe. That's exactly right. I haven't said that once this time. That's no, really poor form from me. On there. Absolutely. This is what happens when a migraine hits you when you're trying to record. All right. Thank Honestly. you. Goodbye. Peace out.